0: Alrighty. Hi, Courtney. I'm so excited that you are here. How are you doing? I'm good, Sasha. Thank you for having me. It's a, such a compliment.
1: Yes. You are actually officially my first guest on Mob Mentality. So I just want to thank you for being here and going along this learning curve with me. And I know you're going to have a lot of exciting things to share with us. Oh, well, I'm excited. I'm Now I'm a little nervous that <laughs> I'm your first guest. No nerves whatsoever. I'm the one that has all the nerves. So <laughs> you're a pro in this area. So oh. I feel very privileged that you're here. Oh, you're so sweet. So if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, tell us a little bit about you, how old your kids are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My name's Courtney Gray. I um, have three boys. So we have uh, twins that are almost 20 actually in a few days, which is crazy. They actually just moved out of the house, which is they're here in town, but they're out of the house now, which is so fascinating. And then we have my youngest boy, my baby, I like to say is 17. Um, gosh! Yeah. So it's, we're, we he, my 17 year old is a wrestler and he's an athlete and and we think he's going to probably wrestle in college, which means that in a year we will be empty nesters and I'm 46. So I just feel like it's amazing how fast it goes.
1: It is so true. We, we started having kids later. Mm -hmm. So my partner, he is 40. So it's crazy that we already have friends that are becoming empty nesters. And we're like, we're just getting started. We're on our journey. No, but there's pros and cons
0: to all of it. I had kids younger and there's pros and cons to that. And I think there's pros and cons to waiting a little later too. So um, you probably got to do things I didn't get to do. Maybe you traveled a little bit more or whatever. I, I'm Now I'm going to start doing all of those things with my husband. So there's pros and cons to all of it.
1: And what's so amazing is that you're going to be healthy enough to mm-hmm. be able to do those things, which is so important. So many people wait. And I am just such a big believer on why are we waiting? What are you waiting for? And when you, that time comes, are you going to actually be healthy enough to be able to do these things that you've envisioned doing Yes. for so long? So tell me a mom victory for you even over this, just something more recent.
0: Yeah, gosh, you know, I think overall a mom mom victory for me. Well, and I'll tell my story too, so people know where I'm coming from. So um, it's kind of a long story, but I was an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. I built like a multiple six figure jewelry business out of my home while I was a stay home mom. And one of the things I did in order to build this business, because I got to this place where I was right around $100,000 a year, which is amazing in itself. But one of the yes. things I did is I hired a life coach because I felt like How else can I make more money? And I felt like I was doing all the things and the life coach not only helped me make more money, but it really did transform every area of my life. It helped me like as a mom, it helped my relationship, my, even my relationship to my body and all that. And so I eventually, um, got certified as a life coach and now I still have my jewelry business. Now that's my side hustle. And now I'm building my coaching business where I help women lose weight permanently and like love their bodies and feel more confident. And so I think as a mom, as a win, you said, is like the fact that I every the way I'm living my life is directly affecting the way my kids are are using living their lives is absolutely amazing. Like one of my boys, one of my 20 year olds now is like selling solar. Well, both of them actually are selling solar, but one of them quit his like way being a, you know, working at a restaurant to sell solar, which my whole family is like, no, he shouldn't do that. That's too risky. And what if he doesn't make money selling solar? And my son's like, mom, I got to believe that this is going to work. I'm going to put, I'm going all in on myself. I can always go back to the restaurant, but I'm going all in on myself. And I see that 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 it's he's watching me and my husband but my husband is amazing in his own right but he's watching the way we are living our lives and he is choosing to do the same at the age of 20. So to me that's a huge win. I'm seeing it all three of my boys um learning the lessons by watching the way I'm living my life.
1: Oh that gave me goosebumps because that is so powerful and Did you grow up that way? Was that something that you were exposed to growing up at, at a, as a 20-year-old?
0: Yeah, you know, I I had a great childhood and very um very positive parents and a very I was very lucky to have a very healthy upbringing. Um but no, I think a lot of this is more of all the, you know, self-help and thought work and coaching that I've done especially probably in the last 5 years. So Mm -hmm. I think that I've just been educating myself more and more. Like, I'll give you another example. One of my other boys was just kind of struggling and he was feeling um, just feeling like he didn't know what to do with his life. And, you know, these kids that are, you know, anywhere from 15 to 20, a lot of them have a lot of anxiety. And one of the reasons is they feel like they have to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. They really, especially as they get towards graduation and everyone's like, Hey, what college are you going to? What's your plan? And they're like, I don't know what my plan is. Right. So the message needs to be, you don't know what your plan is. It's no problem. What do you like doing? What do you think? And what are you going to give a try? And what are you, you know, from more from a curious space, but he was, we were on a long road trip and he was really struggling. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. And, you know, and, and I was letting him vent and try not to coach him. Cause of course, you know how we are as moms. We know, we know exactly what everyone should be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. But so I finally, he goes, mom, tell me, what would you do? And I said, oh, w- you know, magic to my ears. I love hearing that. And I said, I'd start going to the gym every morning. And he goes, what? And I said, cause he was a little out of shape and he had a gym membership and he wasn't going. And I said, get up early tomorrow morning and go to the gym. And you will feel so good after going to the gym that it will start spiraling to every area of your life. And uh, again, he doesn't live outside the house. So two days later he messaged me and he goes, you are right. And he goes, it is amazing how I've gone to the gym two days now and I find, I feel so much better.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like I know your answer to this question, but it's like, how do you feel about that mind body connection?
0: Oh, it, it's everything. And that's why it's interesting that you say that because when I started coaching, because I was a, co- uh, for 20 years, I was an entrepreneur. I started coaching a lot of entrepreneurs, which I love. And I still do coach some entrepreneurs.
1: Okay. But I
0: started finding that women would come to me and they wanted to make more money. And then when we talked about doing things like going on social media or doing, th- they would be like, if I, they would start saying things like, oh, if I lost weight, I would feel more confident on going on social media. I would put myself out there more if I had more energy. So I gradually naturally started talking about, you know, weight loss and health and all those things. And I started realizing that when you get that right, when you get your mind and your body right, and it really has to be the combination of both, that's when every other area explodes in your life.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I I agree with you so Mm -hmm. much. And I think it's, we can have very successful people. And if you are 50 pounds, 70 pounds overweight, which is so common nowadays that you are really not truly living your healthiest version Mm -hmm. of yourself. Yeah. And the opposite is true. It's like Mm -hmm. we can be super healthy, but if we're not actually getting out and moving our body and Mm -hmm. feel spiritually and mentally connected, we're not our best version. It's true. And there's a lot of people too, that they have to, they would like to lose 30 to 50 pounds, but
0: there's also a lot of people that would love, they've been struggling for years with five and 10 pounds. And if they ended up really like committing to doing that work, first of all, why do really looking at, why do they want to lose the weight? You know, why, why are they eating? Why aren't they moving and learn how to motivate themselves and follow through even in the moment when they, don't feel motivated, that is powerful too. Because when you do that, when you say to yourself, oh, I really, I've talked to so many people that say, I really want to get more exercise, but I don't have time and I'm too tired in the morning. And they get all these excuses. When they learn to show up for themselves, they learn to show up in every area. They show up now for their marriage more. They show up, they start saying no to people and not giving reasons why they say no. They just powerfully say no. It
1: just really does affect every area of your life. How did you see when you, when you invested in a coach, how did you start seeing areas of your life transform even outside of business?
0: Yeah, I think I started, you know, one of the things life coaches do is they really, they dive into your brain and you really figure out what your, what beliefs are holding you back. Mm -hmm. You know, a coach will say something like, I would show up to a call and I would say, I'm just not getting enough done. And they would say, well, like, what is enough? And then I would realize because I'm I have the, um, the tendency to be to be a bit of an overworker. I don't like I'm actually not not working. I overwork. And so she was like, well, what is enough? And it, it turned out that it, I really had all these ideas that I had to be working constantly and be seeing results every single day in order to feel worthy, in order to feel like I did a good job, in order to be able to sit on the couch and actually watch an hour of TV at night with my husband. So it Mm -hmm. really made me go, oh, what if I can just do the work I say I'm going to do every day and still make time to work out or do all the things and still feel like I'm doing a good job? Mm Mm-hmm. And this kind of work is ongoing. I was just telling my sister like two days ago. And I said, you know, I have finally realized that I want to work out for two hours a day right now, especially because the weather here is beautiful in Northern California. Mm -hmm. I usually have always given myself like allowed myself to work out for one one hour a day, but I want to actually go for my run or walk, do my yoga, and I want to go to the gym. And I've been telling myself it's too much. I shouldn't need that. I shouldn't want it. And now I've just decided I want it and it's okay. But it took me like three weeks of beating myself up a little bit to go, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Why am I making this a problem? There's some people that work out for five hours a day,
1: <laughs> you know, right there. And we're always at this one extreme or another. Yes. And I think so many women deal with that. It's like, everything has to be perfect. Yes. And there's no such thing. I don't believe there's any such thing as perfect, especially, I mean, you have twins, you have Mm -hmm. another one that's only three years behind them. Like I can only imagine what life looked like for you during that time of like just constantly thinking that things are not enough. Mm -hmm. How did that affect you from a mental, from a mental side of things?
0: Oh, it was mentally exhausting. It was mentally exhausting. And when I started overcoming that, that's when it's funny because then I made more money. When I started saying to myself, I'm, I have these goals, these financial goals. I was trying to get to like $250,000 a year, right? When I started, I wanted to get to that. And when I, and before I was saying, I can't work out or I can't do this, I have to work more. And when I started going, I think that me moving my body and doing what I'm, my like soul is telling me to do that. I really want to do yoga. I want that. I want to, I want to be true to myself and be the healthy person that I want to be. When I started allowing and realizing I could have both,
1: that's when both came. Mm-hmm. It's like well, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. And that's mm-hmm. it's a black and white. He said it's so much of this this mentality that we have that it, we mm-hmm. are limiting ourselves. Yeah. So many things are just self-imposed. And so even I labeled like our conversation from us just speaking gratefully before was so many women think that they have to give up their life experiences and stop living life in order to reach their goals. How do you see this happening? What do you have to say to those women?
0: Yeah, and definitely when it comes to my my weight loss clients, um I I don't just I don't just have like a 12 week program where I help women lose weight. It's a 6 month lose weight permanently. Like I teach them the skills to lose weight and then and then be able to navigate the rest of their life a healthier person. They really do become a different person in that aspect, right? And mm-hmm. so that, but I get a lot of people that they're like, oh, when they finally reach out to me, they're all, I've been wanting to reach out to you by for six months. I've been listening to your podcast. I love everything you say. I just, I really like food and I like going out with my girlfriends and I really like um celebrating with my family. And I'm just kind of sitting there going, okay. (laughs) So, and they're like, I just don't want to, (laughs) I don't want to give that up. And I say, yes, I understand. They think because every time they've gone on a diet and they've lost weight, that's how they've done it. They've mm-hmm. given up wine. They've given up flour and sugar. They've given up all this stuff and they've lost the weight. And then when they start enjoying their life again, in quotations, however that looks for them, they start gaining the weight back. So mm-hmm. of course they think losing weight equates to misery. Okay? It equates to deprivation. And I'm like, but that's why we have a six month program. And that's why we're going to do it right. We are going to, of course, eat healthier, usually eat a little bit less, move a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We're going to think about how do we do this for the rest of our life. What kind of person do you want to be forever? And of course, you want to go out on a girl's night out and have two glasses of wine. Of course, when your neighbor brings you, you know, cupcakes, you might want to have one totally. You can lose weight and still have those things.
1: I totally agree with you. So what do you tell them? Like, what's a strategy that you would immediately that somebody listening, a mom listening has a crazy busy schedule, loves food, loves to do all the things that we just talked about that once to begin to lose weight? What's something oh, that you would tell them? I have them so many. Right? I have so many. Give okay. us three, three good yes, ones.
0: I'll give you a few. So the first one I want to say is wait to get hungry. Because we are in a society where food is so readily available, a lot of people eat a lot throughout their day and they're not actually allowing themselves to get hungry. Um, It's this whole snack culture, right? So allow yourself to get hungry. You can start losing weight immediately if you just start allowing yourself to get hungry, not starving, not hangry, but like allow your body to tell you, hey, we're ready to eat, right? Mm -hmm. That's one thing. A lot of times for women, I get a lot of women that say that they really don't eat like solid meals, they just kind of snack all day. For most of those women, I find that they are snacking and they're getting a lot of carbs. There's not a lot of women snacking on broccoli and a chicken, uh, a slice of chicken breast. That's not what they're snacking on. They're snacking on things like nuts or carbs or fruit. And so they're getting a lot of of carbs, a lot of sugar. And so my advice to them is actually plan on three meals or four meals, whatever. Everyone's different. But like sit down and have a meal and get to where you feel satisfied and then don't eat until your next meal. That one can really be like an immediate... Mm -hmm. And then the most important one probably is start looking at why you're eating. If you do have weight, weight to lose, you're probably eating more than your body needs. And a lot of times women turn to exercise because when we exercise, we get the endorphins and we feel good after we exercise. But, but really food is where you're going to find your biggest bang for your buck in terms of losing weight and look at why you're eating. Because if you're eating more than your body needs, and this is the work I do with my clients, it's why are you eating? If you're getting home from work and you're like, Nancy in the office was a nightmare today, I need a glass of wine right now, right? That is, (laughs) you're you're emotional eating. Or if you're like, I used to really emotionally eat when I was bored. And so I would try to stop working because I was an overworker. So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to stop working at six o'clock. I'm going to shut my day down. And then I found that like my husband might've been watching something on TV. I really didn't want to watch. It was too cold to go outside. I was like, I wasn't ready for bed, but I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I would be bored and I would eat. Mm -hmm. What do you do even
1: now to fill that void?
0: Yeah. Well, so now what you, what happens is if you actually say to yourself, first of all, it's okay to have a craving or a desire for food and actually not eat. Mm -hmm. We programmed ourselves that anytime we want food, we just do it. Right. That's like the, we get a dopamine hit in our brain from giving ourselves that comfort or that happiness right in the moment. Mm
1: -hmm. And isn't
0: it interesting? And you'll probably agree, Sasha, is that like, usually right after you're like, ah. Why did I do that again? Yeah. And then you yep. say to yourself, it's okay. It's no problem, boo. I got you. Tomorrow we'll do better, right? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. like a lot. Or Monday. Energy. Yes. Oh, Monday. Totally. Monday is even better because then you get a few days of eating whatever you want, yep. of course. But so, yeah, the first thing is it is okay to want something and not eat it. Mm-hmm. And you actually can feel and process the want in your body. It's quite amazing when you slow down. And so one of the first things I tell my clients is say to yourself, okay, I re- it's dinner's over and it's been an hour and my son just brought in a bunch of cookies that him and his roommate made. And now they're sitting on the counter. I want one. I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. And for 10 minutes, yes. just allow yourself to feel that want and be like, it's OK to want something. I don't have to act on that urge. Sometimes even that moment taking that time and saying, there's two parts of me here right now. There's a part Mm -hmm. of me that wants that because I I know it's going to taste good, but there's also another part of me that knows right after I'm going to eat it, I'm going to be like, ah, we really want to feel better. Maybe we, maybe we get, I know for me, I get indigestion. If I eat like anything chocolate at night, I get indigestion. I also don't sleep as well. And Mm -hmm. I also know that I want to look good in my jeans. So maybe there's reasons I don't want to eat with those, that cookie. We need to be able to slow things down and sit with both, you know, I say there's two of us in our head, yes. sit with both and decide which one
1: we want to act on. That is, that's the mentality right yeah. there. And it's like so much of what we want to achieve is just, with it's within ourselves. I believe mm-hmm. we have all the solutions, all the answers that we need. It's like a lot of times it's just having somebody outside of us guide us through that process and being able to battle and it is a battle with yeah. ourselves at times, like and normalize okay. the battle. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I tell so many even clients of, I'm like, label, give that, that bad side of you mm-hmm. a voice and be able to talk back to her or him or whoever you want to talk, call them. And they like, be able to talk back and say, you know, you're not going to win this time. Like, this yes. is something that like, no, I want this. This is what I'm going after. And I love you said, just give yourself that time and that space mm-hmm. to think clearly and non emotionally.
0: Yes, I love that. And I love how you said talk back is one of the strategies I teach my clients is just, it's very simple. It's called the of course strategy. Mm-hmm. And it's when, you, you know, it's really the primitive brain, which is telling us to eat all the things and to not do anything scary and to do whatever is, uh, feels amazing and comfortable in the moment. It's our primitive brain doing that to us. And so, one of the things I tell them is, you, when you all of a sudden, you're like, you should just eat the cookie because you know, um, you don't want to hurt your son's feelings or what you know. We come up with these insane rationalizations for what we want in the moment. And what we can say to ourselves is, of course, my brain is telling me that it's totally not a problem. My brain has been telling me that for a long time, but we're doing things different now.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. You just completely validate it. And you say, of yeah. course, it's like, it's validating how you feel, what you're thinking, what you want, but it doesn't mean we have to stay there. Yes. I love a really hard truth that you said when you were going through your different strategies that you shared, which are killer. I think these are so easy for people to begin to apply. I love these strategies. It's like, ladies, you can literally take this and start applying them right now, today. Yeah. Like, do not wait. The second that you hear this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try that one today. Yeah. I love people just immediately implementing things. Uh, but that heart truth was, especially when it comes to weight loss, that if you have weight to lose, you are probably most likely eating in excess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's okay. And th- tell people that's okay. But I do think it's human nature that we want th- we want like a kickstart. We want some, we want to see results quickly. Mm-hmm. And so with me, when you know, when clients sign on with me, I tell them you're gonna start losing weight right away, but it's gonna take longer than it normally has because we're not giving up all the things. We're not restricting you and making you miserable. We're actually teaching you the skills to do this the right way. So, like when I start, you know, I help women set a protocol, they decide what they're going to eat in advance. And so Mm -hmm. if they start with me on a Tuesday, let's say it's our first session. I'm like, okay, we're going to start setting a protocol. And they set the protocol. I don't tell them what to eat. We kind of do it together. And Mm -hmm. it usually is better and doable of what they've been eating. But if all of a sudden they're going to a wedding that Saturday night, they don't Mm -hmm. not drink at the wedding and not have cake and not all the things they just do better than they would normally do. Mm -hmm. If they go to this wedding and normally they might have two beers, then let's just have one beer. Let's still enjoy our lives, but let's do better.
1: Oh, I love it. Wins, small wins consistently over time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. is there any other advice that you would love to be able to give to a struggling mom that is Mm -hmm. just ready to lose weight, is sick and tired of being fed up? And where should she start today?
0: Oh, that's such a great question. You know what? I think the first thing that especially moms, especially of little kids is you can really just I would journal it out. I think there's a lot of power that comes between like actually pen to paper and Mm -hmm. journaling something out and really just say, what is stopping me? And what I will tell you is for most people, what is stopping them is just excuses that they're giving themselves. Like, I don't have time. I can't. I, you know, my kids, they eat bad. So I eat bad. All these things are really optional. And you just really need to say, where is my power here? Is there another way to think about this? Are there other people, you know, we're all on social media. You can find other people doing it differently. Mm-hmm. you know, whether you have a kid with special needs or whether you have five kids or whether you have a, I have some clients where their husband's a fireman and they're like, I can't because he's gone. I'm like, Whoa, my husband's a basketball coach. He is gone too. We can do so much more than in the moment we're thinking we can. And that's where your power is.
1: So that question again, it, what is stopping me? Yes. What is stopping me? What is my excuse? Mm-hmm. Love that. I think it's mm-hmm. so whenever we immediately get defensive when it's like, what excuses are you making? Yeah. It was like, well, I'm not making any excuses or we, we don't want to acknowledge those hard truths. Yeah. So I love how you put that as like, what is stopping me that, and then begin to implement strategies right there to overcome yeah. that issue, that challenge. Yeah. yeah. And you
0: know what I'll say too, I'll add to it if you'd like, is that like yeah. so many people Um, I know that you are like very active and very fit and all that. And I feel like I am as well. And so many people will look to me and I bet you've had this comment too. People will go, oh my God, Courtney, you're so motivated. I just wish I was motivated. And I was like, oh, I'm not always motivated. And I said, "But you," and this is one of the things I teach my clients is you can gain the skill of deciding the kind of life you want to live and showing up for it, even when you don't want to. Like right after this call, I am going to go do yoga and then I'm going to lift weights, uh, like do a shoulder workout. I'm not going to want to do any of that. (laughs) None (laughs) of that is going to sound good. It it does not matter that I don't want to. I'm not waiting to feel inspired or motivated to do any of it. When all of a sudden it's time to do it, I'm going to very quickly move, put my shoes on and go do it. So we don't have to be motivated. And if we're telling ourselves if we were motivated, we would do it, that's incorrect.
1: Mm -hmm. I hear that all the time. And people tell me, I don't know how you do this. Well, I'm like, I don't always feel like doing it. Like you said, we just start moving. Mm -hmm. And then that inspiration, that feeling tends to follow.
0: Yes. And then you start getting the results you want. And that is a little bit motivating. You know, then it's like, it's kind of inspiring when you're, when your pants start getting a little bit, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit looser or people go, you look really great. You're like, that does feel pretty good.
1: Yep. I love that. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. Where can my listeners connect with you to listen to your podcast to find out more even about what you do? Yes, I
0: would love that. So uh, the Courtney Gray podcast is my podcast. And then it's again, um, Courtney Gray coaching on Instagram and then um, Courtney Gray on LinkedIn. So,
1: oh, I'm so excited that you joined me. Thank you for this. And for helping me just get my nerves out. This was we relate on so many different levels. And oh, this was you're wonderful. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for having me so much. Thank you.